the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome to Friday Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jacobin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com, and I'm joined uh, with my partner Jason Walker up there on the mothership at 1360 in Colorado. And, and Jason, what a wild week it's been. Uh, gold and silver are rallying today. Uh, gold got hit pretty hard yesterday. It's taken about half of it back already today. Uh, the Dow continues this downward spiral. You know, my son's been on a bunch of times trying to warn everybody about what, what's coming. Uh, make sure you got yourself protected. Uh, Joey's number, 602-909-9048. Don't take these huge losses in your 401Ks, in your retirement plans. Get that portfolio readjusted uh, because, Jason, FedEx dropped a bomb this morning on the markets. Yeah, you told me about that. So, uh, you know, once again, it seems like the uh, – the free the money train is slowed down or stopped, and so people just don't have it. So how are you going to ship something? Or if you're a small business, how are you shipping things? How can you afford that if uh, there are any customers coming and buying things? Yeah, and, and again, I think this is very indicative. We, we talked a lot about it this week, all this conflicting data. Uh, but, but again, uh, this is something Jason and I have been talking about. Remember we were calling it like a double Great Depression? This is what we're talking about. Why did we say a double grape? Because the double part is that you're 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 in a huge economic slowdown. We're already in recession. They don't want to admit it, but we are, and and it's getting worse. And yet they still have to fight inflation. That that is that is the biggest problem. Which means rates go higher. Uh, right now, we're, we're going to get three quarters of a, uh, of a point on Wednesday. That puts us at 3%. And here's the way to look at it. At 4%, we're probably looking at a Dow uh, in the mid-20s. You know, somewhere between, say, uh, 24 to 26, 27,000 at 5%. Uh, we're talking about low 20s uh, today. Unfortunately, uh, Deutsche Bank says, listen, we need 6%. I mean, we're probably talking something in the teens at that level. Uh, but the big news of the day had to be from FedEx's CEO. Uh, this was a pre-announcement. So before earnings, FedEx wanted to get it out there. FedEx is down 22% saying that the world has entered into what he's calling a worldwide recession. The numbers, they just don't look very well. He was actually on Jim Cramer's show. It's uh, it's a worldwide recession. Uh, FedEx uh, just really just 
saying they're going to close 90 offices, five uh, corporate locations, uh, defer hiring. So, Jason, uh, all of a sudden, you know, yesterday we talked about those jobless claims number looked so good. Uh, and, and today uh, FedEx is saying, uh-oh, we, we, we've got a big problem, and this is the problem. Again, you go, uh, my same story about how do you go, how do you go bankrupt? Well, it's gradual at first, uh, and then it's suddenly, and I think this is what Ray Dalio, Jeffrey Gunlodge, now the, the CEO of FedEx, this is kind of what they're all saying is all of a sudden, everything kind of feels like it's stopping. Right. And, you know, jobless claims, I don't think are going to get spectacularly bad in the future i mean a lot of people are working two or three part-time jobs can you can you make a, a job claim a jobless claim if you're a if you lose one part-time job you know yeah don't you have to lose all of them so i, I think these these numbers are, are we're entering into territory in an, in an economy we have not seen before where the numbers aren't going to be what we traditionally view them as joe you know and that's a good point the the amount of people working multiple jobs is at an all-time record high. And to Jason's point, if you lose one job, you still got the other one. You don't get to file. Uh, right now, the Dow uh, down another 300-plus points. The S&P's down 50. Uh, the Nasdaq's down 200. All three of these indexes, they're between uh, 150 to about 500 points away from cresting those lows that we saw earlier this year. Uh, and, again, we told you that the lows weren't in yet. I know uh, everybody else was trying to convince themselves that it was. And, and get ready. Like I said, winter is coming. Fall is coming. Uh, Chevron was out this morning, the CEO of Chevron, warning. And, and I love it when I'm right. You know, I, I love it when I'm not always right, but I, I'm right a lot more than I'm wrong. He came out this morning and had a warning for America to brace for much higher natural gas and oil prices this winter. Uh, said that th there's a risk that costs are going to go up even more from here. Prices are already relatively very high to history and relative to uh, what we have historically have seen and he's saying that, uh, in his view, $120, $130 oil is likely this winter. Natural gas prices could hit new all-time record highs here in the U.S., which would mean prices, natural gas prices would have to go up like 6 or $7 from here uh, to hit the all-time record highs, Jason. That's, that's almost, you know, natural gas like 8 or 9 so another 40 50%. Uh, could be possible on natural gas prices as well. Yeah, I think we'll figure out how rigged the system is here soon because uh, for about 18 months we've had the markets at uh, 32,000 Dow, 12,000 NASDAQ, and 4,000 S&P. We're below that now again. It's been there a few times in the last 18 months. But then it just magically goes up, Joe. So we'll have to see if they got more tricks up their sleeve, Joe. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Uh, yeah, the Dow down 320 right now, trying to hold uh, above 30,500. Right now at 30,600. Uh, the S&P, as Jason said, uh, lost 4,000, 3,850. And the NASDAQ, uh, which lost 12,000 now, 11,370. So the NASDAQ's just trying 
to hold 11,000. Uh, the news gets uh, unfortunately worse. This is a this is the scenario, right? We got really lucky, and I've said this. We got lucky that oil and gas prices came down uh, because we didn't get a hurricane. That was just luck. Here's the problem. We don't need a hurricane because the strategic oil reserve is running out of oil, uh, and this is going to stop. Listen, we got about four weeks left, four or five weeks left, and then it's over. And then eight and a half million barrels of oil a week come off the market, over a million barrels a day come off the market. And even with the slowdown, that would put draws everywhere. Right now, uh, the U.S., one week we'll build some crude oil, then the next week we'll build some gasoline, and then the next week we may build some diesel. But it's really small with all that extra oil. Uh, the largest energy trader in the world was out this morning. No bailouts are coming for energy in an interview with the Financial Times. Not on the oil side, not on the natural gas side. Uh, they said the Biden administration has been raging a war against crushing the U.S. energy industry that has led to massive deinvestment in the sector. Listen to this. They're saying that capital availability is extremely limited in the United States and rig counts in the U.S. have actually started to fall and production has flatlined well below the pre-pandemic levels, Jason. And again, I'm just warning you. This is going to stoke inflation even further. This is what happens. They lied about transitory. They, they waited way too long. Inflation has definitely seeded itself into this economy. And these interest rates, Jason, 3%'s not getting it done. 4%'s not getting it done. I doubt 5 or 6%'s gonna get it done. And, and could you imagine, uh, what would happen here? Just, just so you know. We're already technically in a recession because we had negative GDP growth in the first quarter, negative GDP growth in the second quarter. Uh, we got an update from the Fed on their GDP tracker. Uh, we got it yesterday afternoon, and I just want to highlight some things in this report. On September 7th, or I'm sorry, on December 1st, they were saying GDP third quarter was going to be 2.6%. On September 7th, they said 1.4%. Yesterday, Jason, it's all the way down to a half of a percent. And, and this is the same path we've seen over and over and over again. Uh, this economic data, it sure seems like, especially with the announcement from FedEx today, that third quarter GDP is going to be negative as well. Where do they get the information for these projections? How, how is anything from the last quarter, which they thought was going to be a positive number, end up being a negative number? How, how, how did that get better in the last three months? I, I don't see well, where their information is coming from, Joe. Well, what's happened is, is they, 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 you know, they, they throw these estimates. Retail sales is a great example. Yesterday, remember, we talked about retail sales. They went back to July's number and said, you know what, it was actually worse than what we thought. 
And then the August number wasn't very good either, uh, which really drove down GDP again. And, and we don't even have the September data, but we know this. We know that housing's a stinker. We know that rates are continuing to rise. So that just means what? Less cars are going to sell. Less houses are going to sell. Uh, we're going to have, we're in the recession already. The problem is, as these rates continue to rise, this recession is going to turn into a depression, just like we were saying all along, Jason. Right, and that's what – I don't see how they think there's going to be a positive number for third quarter. That's, that just boggles my mind, I, especially, with, like you said, with taking just FedEx as an example. They're showing you that people aren't sending packages. I, I, every single thing that we report on this show that you bring to Vierjo is all negative impact to economy. There's not any positives – uh, to, to say that, oh, well, hey, we're, we're going to break the recession from the first two quarters. I, I don't see how they can even project a half-point GDP. I, I don't get that. It, it seems uh, ludicrous. Well, yeah, well, you know, they got the rose-colored glasses on, right? If, if September was perfect, perfect, then they could maybe eke out a half of a percent. It's not going to be perfect. Uh, everybody needs to prepare for all of this. And again, Jay, the only the big bright spot still is jobs, right? The problem is we get two different jobs number, right? The the Bureau of Labor Statistics says we've added 1.8 million jobs in the last six months. The household survey says, well, we haven't added we haven't added any jobs. Uh, I don't know which one it is, but but the realities are, I think, to Jason's point earlier, I think it's a lot of people getting a second or third job. I think that's what we're seeing. And I think inflation skews those GDP numbers, you know, because as as prices have to rise for things, also the the uh, the, the amount you let's just say you're selling whatever item, your margin percentage stays the same, so you're getting a little bit more. So I think it, I, I think as, as bad as it is, I don't think it's reflecting in that GDP, Joe, because I think as people have less money and they can't spend on things and, and, and businesses are shutting down or slowing, because the margins are the same and the prices are going up, I, I just think it softens that GDP number. I, th- I think the first two quarters much, could have been much worse than they were, but the inflation kind of well, hit some of it. Boy, I'm going to tell you right now, you, make, you bring up a, a- – just a, an incredible point of why we're going to be right because infl- even even their phony inflation we just got it tuesday 8.3 percent well if everybody was able to have 8.3 percent more money and of course we know it's much higher than that uh they could buy the same amount of stuff you would think that we would have gdp growth of eight percent yep right the fact that we've got negative growth with this high of an inflation number, to your point, Jason, it's really a lot worse than what it appears. But because of the inflation, that number's looking, uh, you know, better than, than it normally would be. And that's why we're going to be right, because this is the problem, uh, because it, it's covering up how slow things really are. And that's why I'm not surprised by FedEx. Think about it. I don't remember, and I've been doing this a long time, FedEx coming out. And losing 22% in a single day, they missed their earnings by almost $2 a share. They missed it by by like 40%. It wasn't even close uh, how bad they missed it. I, I, I've never heard FedEx closing 90 facilities. That That's unheard of. 
Uh, but this just tells you, Jason, the size of the slowdown. Now, FedEx, obviously, like everybody else, they raised their prices a whole bunch. Right? It's got to offset it. Could you imagine uh, what it would look like if they did the same volume with their lower pricing, how bad the number would have been? Exactly. I, I was watching a, uh, a video, I think it was Michelle at Kitco, who's interviewing Robert Kiyosaki. And, uh, of course, Robert Kiyosaki's been pr- prognosticating a huge crash. And uh, so this was like he makes he, he made a prediction, I think, by October, so coming up next month, that there would be massive chaos and, and crashing in the markets. But she, when she started interviewing him, she did say something like if you compare, you know, once again, if you, may, if you look at the numbers correctly, she says versus GDP – at, at, at where the markets are in the inflation, she said, this is the biggest, we're in the middle this year, is the biggest market crash in the last 50 years. And it doesn't look that bad, Joe, does it? Because 36,000 down at the high to 30,000 doesn't seem like it's the worst crash ever. But when you factor in the inflation, the GDP numbers are actually lower, as, as low as, you know, being in a, a recession, it's really bad. It's just that we don't see this very often. You, you mentioned the Depression. We had, you know, it's funny when the markets dipped in 1929 for 27 years, and then in 1968 it went down for 25 years. There's one thing that was common with those those time frames. They blamed World War II for the inflation after World War II got going after the uh, the depression, and we had the huge inf- uh, inflation of the 70s after 1968. See that they have to they have to mask the inflation as a as a sort of reset the economy, Joe. And and here's something Ray Dalio said. He said 1971 Nixon that was a that was a default. That was that was an American default. And in 1933 depression that was also a default. So he said America America's defaulted twice now. We're heading for another one. That's that's how, how is it going to look? They'll, they'll disguise it, Joe. They won't say default. Nixon didn't say default, did he? He just said we just uh, we're just going to take we, we, America we off gold. We just closed the gold window. That's that's all. I mean, I know the contract said you could get gold with this, uh, but we just changed the contract, right? Instead of saying default, we just changed the contract. And, and again, you know what it's going to be? You can get digital credits now instead of Federal Reserve notes. That's what it's going to be. The difference will be, hey, you know what, I know you had these treasuries, and let's just you know, make up uh, some arbitrary number. Oh, you had a billion dollars worth of treasuries. Well, we're going to give you uh, $500 million, uh, Federal Reserve credits, right, whatever it may be. This is what is going to happen. And, and again, uh, the, the, the people out there thinking that something other than this, uh, they, they just aren't dealing in reality. Look at what the IMF said yesterday, talking about the crisis that's coming this winter. And again, I keep trying to tell you, I've been saying October, but the problem is it only starts in October. From October to probably March, uh, we're in for some huge, huge shocks. But the IMF yep. is warning that there could be not only recession, talking about depression, and the fact that there could actually be social unrest in Europe, that's how bad they think the energy problem is going to be, Jason. Exactly. And I, I, we are in a market crash right now. So, so if we go with inflation, here's the thing. Once again, it's the inflation. The, the Fed has loved their 2% up until the last two years, and now it's no longer 2%. If you have the Dow, the S&P, and the NASDAQ all going sideways since January, February 2021, you know, more than 18 months ago, and you have 25% inflation, 
That's a crash. You, you, you're holding on to something that's not keeping up with the economy, which is an inflated economy. So people don't get this when it comes to holding your dollars. You've lost 15, 20, 25, 30% of your spending power since January of 21. I don't, I don't think people get this. It's getting insane. Look at Japan trying to hold on to stop the the, the yen from falling even further. China, uh, they had to step up yesterday and say we can't let the renembi get weaker because, again, for those countries, Jason, that just makes their inflation problem worse. And, and so now everybody, like I said, the whole world, they've got the exact same problem. We've got an inflation problem on top of we've got a, a the end of quote-unquote free money. And, and the problem is the amount of free money these banks were creating, it's so unbelievably hard for the average person on the street to understand and now they're, we're talking about these massive rate hikes. You know, and you think about, you know, 75 basis points. That doesn't seem massive, but we're, listen, we're going to, we will be, this year, we'll have gone from zero and printing money, right? Quantitative easing and zero rates to quantitative tightening and rates of 4%. That is a drastic change. And Jason, it's really starting to have effects. Yeah, and, and I like that you brought up China because I mean China has has a housing market crash that's happening. They're locking people out of their accounts. They they have a housing Ponzi scheme. At least during our housing crash in two thousand eight, there was property behind that those bad loans. China has no property behind a bunch of their loans. They just knocked the buildings down and or they didn't finish building what was already paid for in the loans. That's going to be contagion. You, you're going to. You can't even go and look at all of the videos of of China locking their their citizens out of their bank accounts. It's it's all bubbling up right now. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, you better wake up. It's coming. I'm and and all these data points are continuing to flow in. Uh, this one. Uh, out of the port of Los Angeles. This is the largest port in the United States, and, and it's it's hard to uh, understand the significance of this. From July to August, imports fell 17% in one month. That's it, uh, it, incredible. I mean, you don't get this. The only time you got that was when the, the dock guys walked off on strike. I mean, Jason, it's incredible how fast this thing came to a stop to fall 17% in a single month. And by the way, the funny part is now it's down 17% year over year, but all of it came in just the last month. Yeah, that's pretty drastic. <laughs> you don't, you, If you have a, a bad year, you, you kind of – Want it to be kind of gradual, don't you? Having it happen all in one month is that's that's not a good sign, is it? What's the next month going to give no. us? Well, that's the problem, and obviously next month, uh, I, I don't, I don't think we'll get another seventeen percent. But we're uh, the trend is here now. You're starting to see all of this uh, play out uh, right now. Gold sixteen seventy seven. Yesterday, gold was sixteen sixty. We ran those AU-20s, the Liberties and the Saints. We still have some left, and we're honoring yesterday's price. So think about this. Gold's up about 17 bucks from yesterday's price This uh, when we were out there this uh, yesterday morning. 
1995 on AU Liberties and AU Saints. So that's going up about three, four grades from where we normally are at. But AUs are almost uncirculated. Uh, they've got a bunch of dates. Uh, you know, obviously we're not going to. We'll do the best we can to give you the mix of whatever is in there. Uh, but 1995 is a price uh, on 20s, Jason. And I don't, regardless of grade, we just haven't seen. Yeah, this is a great price. Uh, it's, a, it's a great time to jump in. I, I, I always think gold is, good, is a good time to jump in. There's, it's how you protect your savings. But, but uh, we have not had this price. And for a higher grade coin, a nicer coin, uh, it's, it's a great way to add to what you've gotten. Or if you want to start, this is a good place to start. Good place to start. And then on the silver side, we've talked a lot about silver. Silver's actually been really strong, uh, you know, hanging out in the 19, uh, stayed above 19 uh, right now, almost 1950 again this morning. Uh, the, you know, silver premiums for anything government hallmarked are, are through the roof. Uh, but we called around. We've been calling around. Uh, we got our hands on some rounds. I, I don't know what they're going to be. They could be anything. They could be, uh, they could be buffalo rounds. They could be prospector rounds. They could be American flags. They could be, uh, Morgan or Peace reproduction rounds. I have no idea. They're just one ounce silver rounds. Uh, they're five hundred and fifty dollars a roll, so you're talking about eight nine dollars less uh, than a silver eagle, a one ounce silver eagle. If you buy fifteen rolls or more, we'll take them down to five hundred and forty dollars a roll, which I think at that point uh, would put you ten dollars below what a silver eagle is, Jason. Yeah, we don't sell a lot of silver rounds, but when we get them, we'll we'll t- take a shot at them. Uh, for, for there, there are different types of people that like to buy different types of silver or gold. So when we have a different item, we want to get it out there and, and give you give you guys a shot because I know that on a regular basis we have different guys calling here in Colorado. I'm sure in Arizona about different items they want to buy. So uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Like uh, what Joe and I going to talk about if you, if you guys need to sell some of your metals to us, we don't talk about it a lot. We're going to cover that in a moment. But when you buy cheaper silver, let's just say silver rounds as an example, uh, you don't have to pay as much per ounce. You're getting this; it's the same ounce, the silver eagle and the silver round. And then some people might hear, hear well, why should I ever buy silver eagles in the future? When you guys sell product back to us, we're going to give you a little less for the silver rounds than we're going to give you for the silver eagles when you sell them back to us. So it doesn't really matter if you buy cheaper, more silver, or more expensive silver. When it comes uh, to us being your gold and silver dealer, we're going to give you a fair shake on both the cheaper stuff and the more expensive stuff. So for you guys that want less, you know, the cheapest over spot possible, today it's the silver rounds, Joe. That's it's a great way to go. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 when you think about uh, rounds, uh, even right now they're five, four, and five dollars an ounce less than than junk silver or utility silver, uh, whatever uh, word you want to use on it. Even more. Uh, than uh, what's going on on Silver Eagles right now. So, uh, again, uh, normally the, these premiums are so high right now. Are, are you going to be able to make up $10 an ounce uh, on a Silver Eagle versus a Silver Round? Uh, you know, who knows? Premiums can go anywhere. Uh, but right now, this is the, your cheapest. It's the only entry point. It's the only silver item we have that's under $30, Jason. 
Under thirty bucks. It's significantly under thirty bucks. So, yeah, so twenty seven by fifteen rolls or more. Twenty six. Yeah, that's a, that's such a great way to come in and get silver. So you guys better ring those those phones and and, and get them. I don't know how many rolls we have, Joe. Do, you have, do we have a number on those rolls? I mean, yeah, I've, I've I've got about five or six cases so uh, that that are at my disposal. So uh, we we've got quite quite a about 150, 125, 150 rolls uh, of rounds available at eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two. Uh, the Wall Street uh, going further into the red here. The Dow now down uh, almost four hundred points, thirty thousand five hundred and change. Uh, the the Nasdaq's down two hundred. The S and P's down fifty five. Like we said, gold is gold and oil are the two things uh, that that are up today. Uh, interest rates have kind of eased back just a little bit. Mostly having to do with the fact that it seems like all of a sudden all these other countries are trying to stop their currencies, Jason, from falling ever uh, any further because of inflation. Yeah, all and it's funny because uh, we always price everything to the dollar. It's all and, and and when you when you talk about other countries, it's always you know you have to compare the currencies, right, Joe? And so so when these things get out of balance, you know this is another another indication of how. Uh, you know how how close we are to some really bad things happening. That these currencies they they balance out. They have to have a it, it, these guys that trade in currencies and these and these, and these uh, business deals between countries. You can lose billions of dollars on deals just because your currency goes up or their currency goes down or or whatever, whichever way it goes, Joe. It's 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 very important uh, how these currencies re- react and their value versus others. Yeah, and, it, and it's a it, it's just hugely all of these things uh and again i think the the news out of fedex talking about hey this isn't just a u.s problem this isn't a europe problem an asian problem it is globally protect yourself don't keep all that money in the bank especially if things get worse from here 800-951-0592 patriotio news hour we'll be back after the break Joe and Jason, uh, we've got some calls saying the 800 line is having some issues. We've, Believe it or not, there's been phone issues all on the West Coast, Oregon, California, Arizona. Uh, so we got some calls uh, from some customers saying that the 800 line uh, just ringing and ringing and ringing. So I, I'll give you uh, the our regular Arizona number, 623-780-7. 3117 on top of our 800 I called my I called the 800 number from my cell phone it worked but other people uh, are having uh, the issue there just to let everybody know the AU20s the Liberties the Saints they are up on our website the rounds will not be uh, and just because I don't know what they're going to be, so uh, whatever round I put up there, uh, you, may, you know, people get upset. Oh, I ordered this round and you gave me something. I don't know what the round is going to be. 
but I do know that we've got a great price out there. Uh, $550 a roll on the rounds. That's a roll of 21 ounce silver rounds. If you buy 15 rolls or more, $540. And then, of course, the AUs, both the Liberty and the Saint. You pick them. By the way, we're running low on Saints. Uh, they've been, uh, people have been predominantly buying the Saints. Uh, they're both, uh, $1,995 at 800-951-0592, or if that's not working for whatever reason, 623-780-3117, and hopefully uh, it'll get in. But there is a, we're already aware uh, of this phone issue on the West, Jason. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. It's hard to do business if you can't get people to call and actually put the orders in. So uh, You know what's so funny is the Bullion Bank in California, uh, they've had phone issues now all week. And apparently uh, he, he, he was saying it was something in Oregon, of all places, that is affecting phone lines all over the West Coast. Boy, I, my mind goes to all different kinds of places when I hear that people can't make phone calls. <laughs> you know, I just don't don't like to hear it. I, I'll have to see if anybody else besides uh, gold and silver industry is having trouble with phone lines. I'd like to hear that as well. Yeah, right. I, yeah, widespread. Let me just say the the I only know uh, the bullion bank and us, so uh, I don't I don't know. Uh, I don't even want to go there. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, we're out here talking about what happened at FedEx today, uh, what, what was going on, the world's largest energy trader, just laying it out that there's no relief coming this winter. Prices for oil are going to get much higher once again. And, and again, Jason, when we, when we think about energy, you really want to bring a, economies to its knees. If you really want to impoverish uh, the citizenry, get rid of cheap energy, and that will do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Joe. De- definitely, you yeah. all, all, all you have to do to get cheap energy is just produce more. It's, it's, it's simple. It's the simplest of supply and demand. And we know that uh, for whatever reason, the powers that be are squeezing us tight, which is false scarcity. False scarcity means it's a scarcity that doesn't have to happen. So we're going to have to live with this, and, uh, and this is this is uh, one of the abundant uh, reasons why you you put gold and silver aside for tough times. Because you know what, it's it's nice to have something sitting there ready for when you need it. And Joe, sometimes like right now, this is when people need it. Uh, we've had I've had quite a few, and I think Joe's had quite a few uh, people selling back to us. Uh, let me give a, an example of one customer. Uh, he was uh, uh, refinish. He was he was refinishing his house. You know, he needed to update the house. And so he had been saving money for a while and he had uh, budgeted, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple of years ago of, of, of what he was, it was going to cost for him to finish the house, you know, to, re, to re, redo the windows and doors and siding, all this stuff. And uh, $60,000. Well, uh, when he's, he's down into the nitty gritty of getting it done. It's $120,000. So he came in, he had, you know, he was a little short on making the bigger number. He sold us five ounces of gold, and uh, we, we paid him in, in, in turn, and uh, off he went. So if you're in that position, if you need to sell some of your metals, we we don't talk about it every day. Joe and I always miss 
talking about that we buy every single day. If, if you have been sitting there scratching your head about, hey, I, maybe I should uh, get rid of a couple ounces of gold. I got some things I really need to get to get taken care of. Instead of sitting there worrying about it, use it for the purposes of why you bought it, which is when you need to uh, change it to the currency, the, the bad currency that we all have to use to, to buy or purchase or fix or pay off whatever it is, you, you, you call us, call us at the 800 number, right, Joe? And, and, and uh, Joe, will, Joe and the girls over there will take care of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we do that, like Jason said, every day. That's what we're here for. We buy it, we sell it, we trade it, we do it all. Uh, Accountable USA has just released its findings. They, they investigated the 100 largest corporations in the United States. And they were looking for, hey, how supportive uh, are they of America and, uh, and the American democracy? They had 14 different criteria. Seven of them involved contributions to electorate uh, officials that undermined democracy and voting rights and uh, others for pro-democracies and things of that nature. Uh, they, they also uh, were, were looking at like the electoral process and then who they were donating money to. Uh, were they uh, democratically based organizations or were they not? And Jason, it was shocking. When we get back, who is funding the demise of the American democracy? I'm going to give you the grades when we get back. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Silver Rounds, uh, 540 by 15 rolls, or, or, or I'm sorry, 550 by 15 rolls or more, 540 and then, of course, the AU-20s, the Liberties and the Saints at 1995. Uh, gold and oil are the only things up to Well, gold, oil, and silver uh, the only things up today uh, as uh, FedEx is calling for a worldwide recession after a huge, huge miss on earnings. Uh, but Accountable USA. They, they said, who is funding um, the American democracy and who isn't? Uh, Fourteen different criteria, seven of them where they are looking at, hey, are you making pro-democracy statements? Are you fili- affiliated with pro-democracy groups and, under, uh, and organizations uh, taking other pro-democracy actions? And then the other seven, kind of the opposite, right? Hey. Are you contributing to people who are undermining democracy and voter rights and, and affiliated with groups that don't want democracy? Here's what they got here, the grades. Three of the mega banks here in the United States, J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, Wells Fargo, all got Fs. Every single one. Goldman Sachs, a D. Uh, the best bank of the big banks, Bank of America and Citigroup got Bs. But uh, the article points out, you know, when you work for these companies, apparently as a condition to be hired, Jason, you agree that you can't uh, go and have a jury trial to work for these banks? Uh, well, I'm not surprised by that, but, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> 
Oh, no. But, is, I mean, is anybody surprised that J.P. Morgan is no. leading the charge to funding uh, groups that are against democracy? I'm not shocked at all. I mean, it's disgusting uh, when you see it that in this this report that came out of, of all of these, uh, the, the biggest companies in the United States, uh, almost half of them. Almost half of them, Jason, are actively trying to counteract our democracy. Yeah, and I wish they'd use the the, the more appropriate term of what we're supposed to be, which is a, a constitutional republic. <laughs> so, to tell to tell you the truth, undermining democracy, I'm all, I'm all up for that because democracy is a lot more like a socialist communist. I, I, I you know, the, the term should be constitutional republic sure, but, yes in the article they they say democracy but you're yes but in 1930 we a- well in 1933 we we actually became a democracy we actually the bankruptcy of america we actually turned into a democracy so so that's beside the point joe's making the point that who, who's trying to take us down as a country uh these big all these big companies tend to be well i don't know where their criteria came from joe i'd like to know how they came up with these these facts and figures because I would say a lot of these big companies, if, if the criteria is, well, they're leveraged heavily in, in foreign countries and they support uh, terrorist organizations or whatnot, uh, yeah, then, of course, I think that's kind of where they got their F numbers on those businesses and the banks can't even get an A. But, uh, I mean, let's face it, we're in this world community, Joe, and it's it's how, how does any of these uh, multi-international well, and, and, corporations and, and, and again, do well? I, right. I think it just highlights to our listeners, right? It highlights, listen, they want – big government they want a global type government system and this is where they're driving us to 800-951-0592 three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.